I published a LinkedIn article on 1st of March 2019, almost exactly a year before coronavirus lockdowns led to a majority of workers in USA resort to working from home. At that time, though, I was focused on improving employee productivity through the use of AI-assisted collaboration. We were in a different world then. As per AI, the US economy grew at 2.6% in the fourth quarter of 2018 and 2.9% for 2018 overall. It's the best yearly number since 2015. And fun fact, for the first time since 2004, that each of the four quarters notched up 2% or more annualized growth rates. If the economy grows at 2.9% annually for the next decade, it would be an impressive achievement given the demographics and currently slow productivity growth. As AEI points out, demographics and slow productive growth were the key impediments to a sustained economic growth at this rate. Fast forward one year and we have the COVID-19 meltdown. Economies around the world have disintegrated with negative GDP growth in the first quarter of FY20 that breaks previous records set during the worst historic depression in the 1930s. In US, the situation is particularly dire with a negative 4.8% growth in GDP on an annualized basis. The severe restrictions on mobility and on ability to work together in physically proximate office spaces has made one trend very clear. Remote working is here to stay. Perhaps the most astute observer and commentator on the remote working phenomenon is Chuck Robbins, chairman and CEO of Cisco. As the largest provider of infrastructure and technologies that runs the world's networks, the IP telephony and WebEx, the largest video conferencing platform, Cisco's teams have been instrumental in enabling their customers, large enterprises in just about every industry and in public sector, to shift to work from home almost overnight. In his appearance on a recent Jim Cramer Mad Money show on May 13th, Chuck said, talking about his trend, Uh, will continue in the future. I think you'll see many employees that will continue to work from home. You will have many that will get back to the office and then you'll have some that will do a little bit of both. It'll change things like how we think about talent in the future. I think this has given us confidence that we can hire talent anywhere and have them participate productively on teams regardless of their location, Chuck said. Since that is established, the next competitive differentiator for companies might be a more effective, more efficient, more productive, more creative, more innovative workforce that can be physically anywhere in the world but can come together to achieve common objectives with all the best practices of good teamwork but without the physical proximity. So what is it that the companies need to do to achieve the full potential of the remote workers? Well, Here are a few things that they would need to uh, continue to improve on. The very first one is connectivity, and that's probably the obvious one. But beyond just the broadband internet in major metropolitan areas, if we are to look at building a competitive advantage for the US economy, we need to enable rural America to join the digital workforce. The recently announced rural broadband initiatives by FCC are very welcome in this regard. Also, an early and widespread deployment of 5G wireless networks will provide a big boost. The second one is kind of related, but it's more than just connectivity. It's the availability of a secure, low-latency network when you're working from home or from remote locations. 
While current and proposed broadband speeds will help enable many types of tasks to be done remotely, more needs to be done to move some of these more complex compute network and storage heavy tasks to the remote work environment. This includes architectural, engineering and semiconductor design, new frontiers in telemedicine, in AI, in machine learning, in virtual and augmented reality, and several other areas. Adapting recent innovations in SD-WAN, VDI, VPN will be critical to ensuring that the knowledge workers have access to the same software environment and performance while maintaining security no matter where they work from. Third one on this list is the collaboration tools and platforms. This is probably the most visible and competitive area. And uh, since the beginning of the COVID-19 lockdowns, companies and tools like Zoom, WebEx, Slack, Microsoft Teams, Google Meeting, etc., have really become household consumer names. While we will continue to see bells and whistles added to these and other emerging tools, two key areas that will determine productivity are supervision and super surveillance. While this may bring visions of Big Brother to your mind, in many jobs, the ability to ensure that workforce is conforming to certain compliance requirements is critical. This could range from HIPAA requirements in telehealth to information security in banking and investments to uh, protecting intellectual property in design and engineering. The use of cameras and other sensors to detect and monitor what's going on in the remote workers' environment will definitely increase. The challenges here are more ethical than technological and an industry-wide cooperation with government would really help in defining the boundaries and what's acceptable. The second one in the collaboration piece is integration. The days of standalone video conferencing, chat, etc. are really coming to an end. Workers are realizing the benefits of tight integration with the rest of their productivity stack. Providers will both expand their offerings to cover more of the collaboration stack while playing nice with large industry ecosystems to provide more choice to the customers. You only have to look at recent moves from Microsoft and Cisco to see how they've been playing well with each other, even though they are perceived competitors in some spaces. Fourth one here is automation. The use of automation will be accelerated to augment the workforce. While companies implement technologies for unattended automation to improve business processes and analytics, we will see increased use of augmented automation, working alongside workers. Think of these as your virtual digital assistants. The idea is to take the drudgery out of tasks and freeing up humans to do what they do best, interact with other humans, be creative, solve problems. While the virtual digital assistants do the mundane, the setting up of appointments, the reminders, compiling and sending out reports, doing data entry, performing other more repeatable tasks, finding answers to stuff from a knowledge base, etc. Well, those are mostly around tools and technologies. There's a couple of areas which really would uh, impact the success of remote working in the future. Health and ergonomics is really, really important. Uh, we've seen progressive companies around U.S. Uh, really focus on their employees' health in the recent decades. A lot of these initiatives were around office workers, from providing on-premises uh, gym facilities to healthier snack options in the company cafeterias and break rooms, to yoga and meditation classes, to ergonomic office furniture. Uh, 
As the workforce moves to a more hybrid, remote model, many of these same incentives would need to be extended to the remote environment, and that would require creativity and investments. Already there are businesses focusing on onboarding, enabling, and supporting remote workers for all their needs, replacing companies, facilities, IT, and office staff in many ways. The other one, which is kind of related, uh, it's also about health, but it's more uh, to do with mental health, and that's the psychological support. This one is still evolving. No one quite knows uh, the toll remote working might take. At first, we've heard of all the good stuff. No commute time, more quality time with family, flexible work hours, all that stuff. But the social isolation, the lack of informal interactions with other folks in the same work environment, the time management challenges, you know, work creeping into all living hours, anxiety, not getting timely and one-on-one feedback from your peers and your superiors, and the general loneliness has long-term implications on physical and mental health. Companies really will need to be proactive and seek the help of organizational uh, behavior specialists, psychologists, and others to address these mental health and psychological challenges for uh, remote workers. So in conclusion, the future of work in the post-COVID-19 world is certainly remote. But we do need to continue to improve on the technologies and support to make the remote workers productive and stay healthy.